Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to a semi-belated episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, wife of movie geek extraordinaire Justin Winters, who has put up with my shenanigans for, I was going to say for like the last day or two because we're late on this episode, but forever? Maybe just forever is a better way of putting it. Multiple years. Multiple years. Multiple years. And is currently giving me side eye for how I'm holding or perhaps not holding my microphone. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Explain what's going on here. So, (laughs) I have undiagnosed, but suggested by three separate doctors, carpal tunnel syndrome in my hands. I've had a lot of hard times in my hands and wrists over the years. And for whatever reason, lately, it's become difficult for me to hold my microphone for an hour and a half. I'm not blaming Justin, but he reminds me frequently that I make too much noise when I move it around. Well, it's because you like massage yourself with it or something. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) TMI. Well, no, like maybe we need to get you a headset or something. Maybe, but I do gesticulate. Hang it from the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, well, I gesticulate pretty wildly. So I find that I'm so nervous that I'm going to get in trouble with you that I hold it in a vice grip to keep that from happening. So at the last... Well, it was the Grant Grant podcast, whatever that, whatever episode that was, number wise. I, I, at the end of our podcast, I took the microphone out of my hand and I literally looked like Bob Dole, you guys. Like I couldn't move my arm and hand at its one position. It was horrible and it hurt like a mofo for days. You can put it right, right here. You put it here in your cleavage. That I, works. I did that at the last podcast. We had um, a friend over, so you probably were distracted. But yep, I, I had it in my cleavage. So now. I have propped the microphone up with pillows and my wrist, and it basically looks like I'm talking into some sort of Apple Watch. We have the mic stands, time. Chris. That's what they're for. We can use a mic stand. Well, I think our rock too ba- late now. I think our rock band mic stand is somewhere around the house. I would totally stand there with the rock band <laughs> mic band band <laughs> band. No, Bar- all I'm saying <laughs> is we can figure this out. We have the tools and the technology to figure this out for you. Are you just embarrassed that I'm looking at my wrist while I talk the whole time? I'm just saying I don't know how manageable that's going to be for an entire podcast. I would rather, you know, hold it in my hand, but that's just me. You're going to like awkwardly glamour shot pose it up against a pillow <laughs> through the whole episode. Again, so. it's not just about preference. I would rather hold it too, but my hand wasn't, I can't do it. It hurts so much. Well, maybe you just sit beside me and I'll hold both mics. Because I'm awesome like that. I mean, you could. And it's your birthday episode, Chrissy. Finally. Yay. Why did you say semi-belated? It's definitely belated. Because it's like a day. A There's day? A what do you mean a day? It's a day late. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about your birthday. Oh, no. Fuck my birthday. I'm talking about <laughs> posting it. But Double belated. Yes. A double belated episode. Double B's. Double B's. <laughs> Double B's. But yeah, it's uh, Chrissy had her 
24th birthday. <laughs> Add and we, 10, and then you got we, the right answer. <laughs> we celebrated. Uh, actually, we, we didn't really celebrate. For the first year in 12 years, Chrissy was like, text you later, Justin, fam. Oh I'm going to go live it up in Vegas for my birthday this year. No, true story. <laughs> I travel That's a lot. That's cool, Chris. Like I said, I was jealous. I was totally jelly. I mean, who's the one that's always like, hey, let's go to Vegas. You want to go to Vegas? We've been to Vegas a few times. Well, okay, so he, you, I feel like the the, uh, the listening audience needs a little background. People who know me know that I like Vegas. And it's not for like the obvious reasons. I think we've talked about this on a Vegas podcast, TBD. <laughs> it should be coming out sometime soon. Sure. Um, I don't even like gambling that much. I like pools. Mm-hmm. Like large pools. Yes, you do. I You're like a large man. You like large pools. <laughs> Makes sense. I, I like walking outside at night and seeing lights. I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like funky flea markets. We've been to uh, at least a couple of those in Vegas. I'm saying all those things together. Justin loves Vegas. So taking Justin to Vegas is like taking a 12 year old, and that's totally fine. By the way, it's 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 like the there's best. The, there's the M M&M and M place. Have you been to the M M&M and M place, um, guys? That was like the first place I've been to in Vegas. There's a fuckload of M and M's at the M place. <laughs> Every color imaginable. Multiple so, stories of M and M's. So I travel a lot for work, and uh, it, it's all fun and games, and I love it. But um, for this particular trip, I was like, I'm going to stay two extra days so I can enjoy myself. It happened to be right before my birthday, so a couple of close friends drove up and joined us, which was great fun. But can I just tell you what we did during the day, Justin? What? I mean, I basically channeled you, and we went to the outlets. <gasps> yes. Did you go to multiple pools? No, because it's cold. Uh, we went to Container Park with ooh, the praying mantis that spits fire. That's awesome. And then yes, also walk, walked a little bit of Fremont Street after that. Oh, my favorite. Yes. <laughs> We so basically you we acted, went to the same restaurant that we went to where we, we spotted the gigolo last time. You honored honored me by going to all my favorite places. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Did you walk down Las Vegas Boulevard and have people um, hand you cards with like hookers and stuff on them? No, but they're like, is, hey, so thanks for this. So this is the funny thing. So we did walk down and they're everywhere, guys. Like if you haven't been to Vegas recently, they're just literally everywhere waiting to hand you naked girls on a card. Yeah. And they and it's old women doing it too now. It's not just guys. I'm like, dude, that old woman has old has lady cards. Get away from me, old woman with naked lady cards. Right. And they, I can't duplicate it because I'm holding the microphone up with my elbow. But <laughs> but they make this sound where they slap the cards like against their other cards in their hand, and so it makes this like thwack sound. That's a, that's scissors. Don't do that, Chris. Oh, I am holding scissors. I should put them down. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Who's 12 now? But but they do. They make this like thwack, thwack, thwack thing as you're walking by. And I'm like, I don't understand. Or is that supposed to get my attention? Am I like, I don't know, some sort of insect or where you turn around at the sound of, I don't get it. Chrissy found a Titanic uh, slot machine slot machine in I Vegas. I couldn't what, believe it. What hotel was that at? New York, New York. That's a fine, Chrissy. I know. I'm I surprised you left. I'm surprised you left that spot. It was the spot. only machine that I gambled at, but it was expensive. I lost seven bucks and was like, I ran out of cash. Let's leave. <laughs> I was proud of you. It looked like there were two two parts of the machine. There was the happy, mm-hmm. like we're in love. Yeah. And then there's like, you. there's not enough room on this piece of wood. There were. Die, Jack, there part. Was, there was an older couple playing each one. And then when I came along and freaked out, 
the old man was nice enough to get up and let me play it. And after I lost my $7, I was like, okay, bye. And then he sat back down and continued to play with his wife. Well. They also had a Plants vs. Zombies one, which I'd never seen before. And that was cool. Dude, Vegas has changed. When you sit down at some of these machines now, first of all, like I said, they're expensive. Second of all, it's 3D. Like the Plants vs. Zombie ones. And I don't know how to describe it because it's not like you have to put on glasses or a magic eye. But you sit down and you can't see it from standing level. But when you sit, it's 3D in your face. What? The plants or the zombies? Both. <gasps> that sounds awesome. It's a, it's a 3D slot machine. Sold. I'm there. What happened to the Wizard of Oz one, by the way? That was my favorite a few years ago, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I kept looking. It's amazing. They have an Ellen slot machine. Oh, it, I've seen that it one. It looks like a vestibule almost, and there's like Ellen. I'm, it's like, you know, you go to the, the mall to window shop. Mm-hmm. I just like walking around and looking at all the machines without... Just depositing any of my money in them. 100% that is us too. So I went with two girls and we asked each other. Like, <laughs> like I'll be like the best friend. Like you can hire me to go and like cheer you on as you yeah. play the Ellen slot machine. That's us. We, we were like, so does anybody like to gamble? And we none of us wanted to look too too uncool. So we're like, uh, maybe. Or, oh, I do slots. But in practice, none of us gamble. We came to Vegas and none of us gamble. But we loved walking around. We loved eating and drinking. And then later on, making weird videos of ourselves. Whoa, TMI, Chrissy. <laughs> I sent them to you. You buried the lead there. I sent you our videos. Chrissy went to Vegas to do porn with her friends, guys. Nope. Pass it on. Nope. Happy birthday, Chrissy. Nope. <laughs> Although we did do a pigtail pillow fight. That was fun. Yeah, you did. You're like, what are you doing? I'm like... I was like, man. Back at what, the hotel. What happened to your friend's clothes? What kind of birthday is this? You're doing all my favorite things, Chrissy. All my favorite things. <laughs> naked pillow fighting. Love it. Love naked, it. It's okay. Um, but yeah, did you have a good birthday? I did. I missed you guys very much. Whatever. Almost, yeah, we just, I just heard about your naked um, pillow fighting. I'm and sorry. Stuff. I almost came home on Saturday morning because I missed you guys so much. And I didn't feel well. And it was weird. And I was like, I miss my kids. I miss Justin. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, we missed you. Five days without you is like 10 days. Because of the kids. In normal life. <laughs> They're like, we miss the one who makes the lunches. Where is she? Well, while you were gone, uh, we discovered that the fair was in town, which was huge because we've been waiting for it to get there for <laughs> months. <laughs> and uh, I instantly knew that I had to go and that you weren't able to go with us. So it turned into an excursion. Our daughter uh, rode the Ferris wheel for the first time, which was good. That video is the cutest thing I've ever seen, by the way. She was so excited. What you don't see in that video is all the carnies that we we encountered with very, very limited um, dental insurance or any kind of... Dental hygiene uh, is not high on carnies' (laughs) priority lists. I've, I've discovered that too. And I'm like, I don't know if it's by choice. I doubt it's by choice. Like, we've gone to that one a couple times. Mm-hmm. It's going downhill in the dental hygiene. Oh, boy. Each year. So, I was like, ooh. I was like, let's get out of here as soon as possible. <laughs> oh. As soon as possible. <laughs> Poor guys. Um, but, yeah, that was interesting. So, like I said, we missed you. And, um, missed you. Glad you're back. Thanks. You're a year older. Are you a year wiser? Both. Yeah? Older and wiser. Are you uh, rapidly deteriorating like me? Again, I can't even hold a microphone, so I guess the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old, guys. Do you feel, feel old, Justin? I feel old. Do you feel older than your age? Definitely. Really? 
Yeah. So like if, sometimes if, if this were like one of those online quizzes where it's like pick your favorite flower, I guess you're 64. Whatever. What what age would you guess you are based on how you feel? Uh, 120. Okay. No, I just feel like the the last couple of months has been uh, a bit of a marathon, and I'm just seeing the the light in the tunnel in terms of holidays. I'm just like, yes. I'm like, I'm like that sloth in that GIF, like crawling across the road, but like really slowly. <laughs> but he sees the he sees the edge. He's really excited about it. That's me. Nice. I'm almost there, guys. You're gonna make it. I'm almost there. Hang in there, cat. Poster. That's another thing. <laughs> I had that in my room. Dude, I have that now. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I have it in my office. Okay. I'm all about inspiration, guys. Speaking of inspiration, Chrissy, because it was your birthday episode, that means that you did something you've been looking forward to do for a while now. Something you talk about all the time. You got to choose the movies. Finally. Um, fortunately, this wasn't a feed the fish Incident. I cannot roll my eyes far enough into the back of my head, guys. I can't. You didn't randomize Netflix into Feed the Fish. You you actually chose two uh, pretty good movies that you've, of course, never seen before. Well, well disclaimer. Yep. Uh, the week after my birthday is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Ryan Gosling's birthdays, which are they're a day apart, respectively. By the way, don't you think I know that, Chrissy? Oh, I have Google alerts. I know, right? Who do you think put those Google alerts in your phone? Anyway. <laughs> Not only that, I've posted about them and their birthdays before. I know. I've even given you gifts that correlate to both of your loves of, of Ryan Gosling and... True. Do you still have that Ryan Gosling photo in your office? I do. Tell tell the people what you got in your office. Justin <laughs> got me a printout of Ryan Gosling from Crazy Stupid Love, which is one of my favorite movies, of not naked but shirtless ryan gosling sitting there in the scene where they're about to do the lift from dirty dancing and it's signed by ryan gosling again it's a print but it's still awesome and it's in a frame and he's like take this to work and i'm like really so for the first year of it being in my office signed photo ryan yeah, gosling our ceo thought it was hilarious and he would take it out of my office when I wasn't around and he would just put it in random places. So like you'd walk in the front door to our corporate offices and like there would be half naked Ryan Gosling waiting to greet you at the reception desk. I mean, I think that's an amazing idea. Right? Yeah. Like if I was walking in there and I was like, oh, what kind of place is this? Oh, okay. I see. Oh, yeah. I understand now. Yeah. Our CEO has a sense of humor. So he would definitely (laughs) take it and just put it in random locations. Oh, a place, a, a business about kids, just getting instantly getting like a, a gosling boner right when you walk in the door. Oh boy, he had to take it there. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is that if I hadn't seen all of the movies, well, first of all, I've seen every movie of Leo. I haven't seen every single movie of Gosling, but I wanted initially to pick like a Leo and Gosling. Well, we did feature. The Revenant last year for you. I know, so that's why I was like, well, there which I still that. have, I still have PTSD over. That was a good movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Scared of bears. 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 (laughs) Okay. So So I I had to pick like a a different genre of things altogether other than heartthrob. And I'm like, I could have gone with heartthrob. Whatever. All right. Well, we could have watched another iteration of Titanic. People suggested that. I'm like, do you not realize that we've watched Titanic, Titanic 3D, and Titanic 2 for this podcast? (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> They're like Titanic too. I'm like, yes, it exists. Google that. Yep, we watched it. it. <laughs> we did an episode on it. So what did you pick? I picked Guardians of the Galaxy and the sequel. There you go. Ta-da. There you go. I do enjoy me some Chris Pratt, not as much as you from the Chris fantasy movie draft we did, but that's okay. Not as much. You picked him, right? No, you picked Pratt. I did? Do I need to go back and look at the board? I thought you picked Pratt. I had Pine. I thought you had Pine and Pratt. (laughs) I suddenly don't remember. Dude, it, so if I go back and you're wrong, that you do t- not get to retroactively I get a, take crap from me. Yeah, because you don't even know you're you, you have a winning list. And you don't even know them. I don't even know what day of the week it is, Justin. How do you expect me to remember things? Well, like you that? brought it up. Shh. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's fine. How so hadn't you seen these movies before? You? How they, have I not? They just they just passed you by. You tried to show me the first one, but I fell asleep. And what you know no. what a concept right what? and but like to the point where i don't remember anything except for the first scene and the last scene <laughs> and i don't even remember the last scene so nothing's changed good. so i was like good it's essentially a first viewing <laughs> all right cool well um uh so yeah again happy birthday chris thanks jess good good choices on these movies by the way special just for you for this episode we got a promo i'm gonna run in the middle of the episode between the movies i'm gonna preview it right now it's special is it the one that i think it is it's special these two movies guardians of galaxy you know what they're all about they're all about family so i was like oh let's talk let's talk about the first movie okay okay so it's um from the year 2014 it's called Guardians of the Galaxy. We arrested these five on Xandar. Apparently, they think they can save the galaxy. What the hell? I look around at us, and I see a thief, two thugs, an assassin, and a maniac. But we're not going to stand by as evil wipes out billions of lives. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Ain't no thing like me except me. Who are you? We're the guardians of the galaxy. All right. Everyone's seen this one, obviously, other than Chrissy, finally, now. But the log line, just in case, a group of intergalactic criminals are forced to work together to stop a fanatical warrior from taking control of the universe. Uh, directed by James Gunn of of Slither, Grant Grant fame. Also directed Slither. Oh, he did? Yes, in a movie called Super with uh, Rain uh. Wilson. Written by James Gunn and Nicole Perlman. Uh, stars Chris Pratt, Zoe Zaldana, Dave Bautista, Michael Rooker, Lee Pace, John C. Riley, Glenn Close, Benicio Del Toro. Um, Benicio. And the vo- voices of Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper. What did you think, Chris? Mixed bag, but mostly good. <laughs> Explain. Okay. So I this is I hate it when this happens. When you're going to watch a movie and a certain amount of hype has been built up, at least um, if not in like, you know, press, to you. Like your friends are like, Oh man, this is awesome. You're gonna love it. It's great, it's funny, it's all the good things, yeah. 
And I knew that you and my mom like love this movie. My mom even more than you, I think. Like she loves, loves it. Yeah, I got her into it. I know. Totes, go. So I guess I went in with too high of expectations based on that. Like I was like, okay, this is going to be like Avengers level of awesome. It was good. Yeah. It was an Avengers level of awesome. And so even though I enjoyed it very much and if they do a third, I'll totally watch it. Like it was an appointment viewing for me that I was kind of hoping it would be based on the hype that my mom and you gave it. Okay. Okay. So if you had to give, uh, what will be your major pluses in your eyes? The Well, I mean, anytime that you have a raccoon, an animatronic raccoon, who is a total smartass. Not animatronic, but okay. Well, what, what, what would you call him then? CGI. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> you know what I meant. Although, if it was like a Chuck E. Cheese, like animatronic <laughs> raccoon, that might have been cool. That would have been cool, but you know back what in the eighties, like a right? Howard the Duck thing going on. Yeah, um, I, 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 I mean all the all the all like the. <laughs> I love that you're like plus raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> down from there, let's go down the list. No, 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 no. I was. You know what it is? I just feel stupid because I feel like it's like all the things that you would check off on why you like a movie are there. Like, does is it well written? Check. Was it you know shot beautifully? Check. Was it um, acted well? Check. You know, like mm-hmm. all of the all of the on paper check marks are there. Mm-hmm. Um, is it enjoyable? Absolutely. The biggest problems I guess I had with it, uh, and it could be just my own addled brain, but how like there were there were several times where I had to turn to you and I'm like, wait, so what's the bad guy's name again? And which bad guy are they? And why is he trying to get the thing? And where are they going now? Like logistical questions, which you know I fall in the trap of like logistical quagmires. But that was my biggest hang about this movie where I'm like, I don't know what's happening or where they're going or why. Yeah, this is definitely a movie that you actually have to pay attention to. Uh, so I could see why Chrissy would have problems with that. I'm shaking my head vehemently. I will say once I let go of that, I reached a point maybe somewhere between half and two-thirds wave through the first film where I was like, okay, stop trying to figure out where the fuck they're going or, or like, no, 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 no. You fell asleep? I, no, not in the first one. Oh, okay. And I was like, start trying to figure out like where they're going or necessarily, I know there were several big bads, but like who's the biggest That's bad? That's what it was. You're like, they're in space. This is not L.A. Like, how am I supposed to pay attention to this? I'm supposed to be looking for L.A. landmarks and stuff. Um, I love space. <laughs> I love space, Independence Day. Space is my favorite thing, by the way. Space is awesome. <laughs> but it, it aired more towards Star Wars than Independence Day. So that part. See, that's like, why I love this movie so much is I got like uh, a pseudo like force boner. I was like, when watching it for the first time, I was like, oh, man, what's this? What's going on here? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I know this feeling, but it's not. It's like a, a fake, fake force boner. It's like a f- hashtag fake force boner. Oh boy! <laughs> See, and you know what? I think that's to be honest. It's funny the thing that, that you're talking about. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem I had because that was my biggest problem with our with Star Wars. If you listen back, I'm like. I don't understand. Like, let's jump from this planet to that planet to this planet. But overall, to that you lo- you liked Star Wars. Yes. 
but I still had hangups about the logistical. I the whole time I was like, so he's this guy, or like it's too, not to say it's too dense for me, but it's can we can we be a little more linear, just like this much more, like this tiny bit much more? That would be awesome. Like why do we have to planet hop so much? I don't understand. By the way, uh, there's going to be a lot of force pointers come December, so I love that this is totally setting up all that that's going to happen uh, next month. Oh boy. Um so I no, I totally understand that. And okay. and um I mean it was your first time, so uh and, and you were half paying attention, so when they changed planets or something or introduced a character you didn't know, instead of listening, you're just like, Who is that? What is his name? Where are they going? <laughs> <laughs> you're like a, a seventy year old Jewish grandmother. <laughs> Who are these guys? <laughs> They look like they need a little meat on their bones. So I'm gonna make some matzah. Who's your so who? Um, if if we do like the all like who would be the MVP for you uh, amongst the first movie? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay. Rate rate so rate. Oh, you oh, almost missed it. Wait. By the way, I love I love that me your husband is the one that has to be like, hold on, Chrissy. There's about to be some man ass or some like topless man action going on. You should pay attention now. So that that infamous You're a good moment, man, Charlie Brown, th- that infamous moment where he's like sprayed with like some kind of like orange liquid, and then like the robot comes down and he's like like heaving in his topless wet. Uh... I don't even remember this. <laughs> like, no, I'm just... racking my brain. When he was topless, when he's like showing off his muscles. Because he lost, he lost like sixty pounds. He looked good to to be in this movie. He looked really good. I mean, in Parks and Recreation, he's like he's doughy. He's like doughy Justin over there. Uh, doughy Justin? Huh? Doughy Justin? Because yeah, I'm like a little doughy. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. No, you, you got dad bod. Look at hey. Look at, look at Pillsbury Doughboy. Dad bod. What up? So he had like that, but then he lost sixty pounds. He's he like bam. He got, he got ripped. So what did you? So he's your. Why is your he's your MVP of the movie? Process of elimination. <laughs> okay. I can. Oh, oh! I forgot. Groot. Groot is the MVP. I forgot about Groot for a second. Oh, you forgot about Groot temporarily. Chris, why? Very temporarily. He's, but never mind. Sorry, Chris. He's Groot. My, he's. Are you just want to be like me? Because he's my MVP. No, no. I just forgot he existed for a minute. But no, a hundred percent Groot. You don't forget that. That's like saying I forget LeBron James is a basketball player. No, do you, okay. I forget that. You there's know, a reason. There's a Michael reason. Jordan. No, there's a reason that I temporarily forgot that he existed. Okay, but right as you were asking the question, I started doing the thing where I'm like, oh shit, what were all their names? And then I'm like, Star Lord. What was the green chick's name? Oh, well, come on. I knew it all weekend. Brooklyn and I talked about it. Now I can't remember. She wasn't the MVP anyway, but I think that's what he thinks I'm going to say. And then you're like, go. And I'm like, um, Chris Pratt. But Groot, for sure, Groot. That, that was an interesting look inside your mind, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Groot. Groot for the win. All right. do Okay. I've been waiting for this, Chris. Mm-hmm. I need some some Groot. Big some, Groot or Little Groot? Some Groot impressions. I think I do Little Groot better. But we're doing okay. we're the first movie now, so it's okay. it's Big Groot. What is your best Groot impression? I am Groot. <laughs> that's like uh, that's like uh, first day of school. He he's asked to say his name, but I I need Chrissy like 
Groot, like uh, Groot's in the front line at McDonald's and he really wants some fries and he's like really adamant about getting his fries. What does he say? I am Groot. Marvelous. <laughs> your turn. Can you do Big Groot? No, I'm not your monkey. Oh, the monkeying around only goes one way. Let's see how yes, it goes. Yes, it does. That is true. Boom. He goes, I am Groot. <laughs> Imagine being Vin Diesel and uh, having to say I'm Groot over a thousand times for this movie or whatever. That was Vin Diesel? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. <laughs> you, should I back up like 15 minutes where I say that it's the voice of Vin Diesel? No, you said and. Or, or and you yesterday named, or the day before when I was no, like. No, you named the two like extra people, but I didn't know like who was who or what it was what. You were just like, and then there's Vin Diesel and then also Bradley Cooper. And I'm like, oh yeah, Bradley Cooper was the, was the raccoon. Well, I thought Vin Diesel was so in love with his role in this movie. He took out like billboards and shit. I thought you had seen those around mm, town. Nope. I heard that he went to the like junkets and and stuff like on stilts with like I am Groot t-shirt and stuff on. <laughs> really? Yes. That's pretty phenomenal. If you guys don't know about Vin Diesel, he's dedicated to his craft. Yes, he is. Little little inside. <laughs> P.S. I'm glad that you and I agree that Groot is the bomb. Well, yeah, he's the coolest. Yes. Yes. He saved everybody. He saves everyone several times. He saved everybody in the second movie too. I know. MVP. That's I what totally. MVP, that's what MVP means. I understand. Uh my favorite moment probably in either of the movies is the moment where he lays waste to like twenty dudes in that hallway. Oh my god. And then turns around and gives the smile. Like that's amazing. You you were so excited. So we were watching this with our our daughter at this point because she really wanted to see. And so Groot is smashing like six guys with a impaled tree branch side to side, side to side, side to side, to side. And then all of a sudden just like looks back at the camera and goes eh? and smiles. And Justin is like dying. He's laughing so hard. Brooklyn doesn't know what she's really looking at. So she just goes ha 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 and starts like laughing. Chrissy's asleep. So she missed it. Um, Clearly I remembered. I was awake. Okay. <laughs> I just think that, that that's like the perfect uh, example of why I love Groot. Groot is pretty great. Um, so what else? What else did you like about the movie? I like the message. You uh, like the muscles of Pratt. You liked uh, Groot. The muscles of Pratt. You like the message. What is the message? I, uh, that anybody can be a hero. That these that these misfits get together and they're the fact that they're stronger together than they are apart is what makes them heroic and dare I say super heroic whereas on their own they're just misfits mm -hmm. so there was something cool about that and um not to say that that's missing from other movies in similar genres whether they are you know the avengers or the or justice league coming out i haven't seen who knows but next week yeah yeah but thursday all right, all right, all, all right. right. And even in Star Wars to an extent, like these people in, in all of these other movies within their own rights have some claim to heroism. Whereas I feel like these guys really kind of don't until they're together. And that's what makes the difference. Like the Mighty Ducks of Space. Mighty Ducks of Space. That's exactly it. That's why I love this movie. It's not like that it's like Star Wars. It's like Quack. the Mighty Ducks. Quack. 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 
Quack. We got to do like a Mighty Ducks retrospective sometime in 2018. <laughs> I'm down. You've seen them all, right? I don't know if all I've seen them. One, two, and three. Chrissy, you never forget Mighty Ducks. I just quacked with you. I, I understand. That's in the first movie. <laughs> I remember you don't that. even have to see the movies to know that that's a thing. Okay. You know we have an NHL team called the Mighty Ducks, right? Yes. Anaheim. Uh, Dark Horse for me in, in both movies, uh, especially this first one, is um, Drax, played by Dave Bautista. He won who I think over. Is, who I think is hilarious and... <laughs> He's softer than he looks, too. Sympathique, as your mom Sympathique, likes to say. Yes, a totally a simpatico. With his, uh, his, the fact that he can't understand uh, metaphors or <laughs> figures it, of speech. Poor dude, he's away. He's like, he killed my wife. <laughs> he killed my daughter. And I was like, he's like the Liam Neeson of space. Liam Neeson's totally Liam Neeson's. I'm surprised he wasn't voiced by Liam Neeson's. To be honest with you. Oh my God, they need to bring Liam Neeson into part three. That would be amazing. <laughs> but didn't that strike you? He was like the, the big buff Liam Neeson of space. Totally. There you go. Um, so we've talked about a lot of positives. Uh, Main negatives for you in the movie? Like I said, the big things were the logistical aspects of it. Also, I felt like, um, oh gosh, what's her face? Um, what's her name? Because with the G. Gamora. Gamora. Played by Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Gamora's character, and granted, I saw the movies back to back, so I'm viewing it more of a, as a canon, seemed inconsistent to me. Okay. And Explain. I, I, her motivations, like what she was, she not to say like, oh, she's all business and that's why, because it's not that, but like pretty much everything. I'm like, what's, like, why can't she support her sister or... She why was, she was given a lot less to do in the first one. Yeah. Number one. Or like why is she so she's she's into Pratt, but no, she's not into Pratt. Okay. The basically the only thing she was super consistent on was the fact that she was lethal and could kick ass. Which is good. Totally good. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I'm talking more of like her character side felt inconsistent to me. Like it was developed, it was flushed out, and it was well acted, and yet I don't know if there was a, a je ne sais quoi something that was missing. It just felt very inconsistent. Like I never really knew what her motivation was other than the team motivation or where she personally was coming from. Mm-hmm. My off base? Um, no, I understand that. Especially in the first movie. Yeah. Like in the second movie, she's... It crystallizes She's a given more. more time. She's had, She has the whole subplot with her sister and stuff. Right. So you get to understand her more. But um, yeah. I, I and you you mentioned her kicking ass. I love the scene uh, where she they're on the planet and they get into the fight over the the orb. Like when we first oh, meet Rocket and Groot, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, running yeah, around yeah, before yeah. they get nabbed by the cops or the Nova Corps. That scene's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I agree with you. Uh, and I like that she was super kick ass. And you know what? In a way, there's a part the the feminist side of me is like, well, you know what? Maybe she doesn't need to have this like super consistent. Um, you know, available for the public consumption psyche. Like, maybe that's not the point. Maybe the point is that she's flawed and inconsistent. True. And that she, you know, she's, but she's, you know, consistently there for her friends and a great fighter. And that maybe that's all it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, at least she's part, like, she's a kick ass female part of the team where right. a lot of the teams don't even include females totally. at all. I agree. 
And apparently so kick-ass that our daughter's like... She's obsessed, man. What did she say? What was her quote? Oh, God. I, w- I wish I was green. Oh, she's like, I want to be green. I wish I was green. And it's not just like a passing thing where you're like, that's nice, kid. Like, she kept talking about it for the rest of the day. She's like, I want to be green. And I'm like, Brooklyn, I know you like Alphaba from Wicked. And now you like Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. And then she's like, can I go on YouTube? And I'm like, why? And I see her in the corner quietly talking to Siri. She's like, show me green Guardians of the Galaxy. Show me green girl. What's her, what's her name? Mama? And she like wanted her name. She just wanted to watch her on YouTube. She got really pissed off that you had her on like YouTube kids or something. And she's yeah. like asking for something. And the series like, nope, nope, nope. Right. Cause well, cause it's a little more filtered than regular YouTube. So she was just like, why can't I get what I want with green Gamora? I'm like, cause you're five. Uh, we haven't even talked about the bad guy. Why did you think about the bad guy in the first movie? Do you remember his name? The big bad. Not the big bad that we only saw for like 30 seconds. Oh. Like the, the other guy. The guy who wanted the orb. Yeah. What was his name? I don't remember. <laughs> there were two. It was hard to keep it straight. We're talking about Ronan. Ronan. The, the guy, guy who was abusive to his girls. Yes. Well, Ronan, no. The big bad is... Um, no, the, the the main bad guy in this movie is See, is Ro- it's confusing. Huh? See, it's confusing. <laughs> Go on. Well, because I'm I'm like talking about Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so he's played by Lee Pace, the guy from Pushing Daisies, the guy that you know grabs the purple, you know, stone and, and goes blah. blah. The guy that was in the blade scene, as you called it, where the blood he like cut oh off the guy's head. Oh my god, it was head. totally like blade. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Chris remembers the movie. This is great. See? I was paying attention during Blade. The synapse was just like. I have a few. Uh, What did you think of him? No. Obviously didn't register that very well. Didn't have a big opinion, to be honest with you. Okay. Other than he's a schmuck. So you're probably happy to know that you line up with a lot of people. That the the main negative of this movie was him. And like, it was kind of just like a blah bad guy i do feel better about that although and, and other people talk shit about this um this final fight scene that turns into a dance battle i kind of like that shit <laughs> of course you do of course you, you do. liked it too i did because he was like um let's have a dance dance off i was like this is pratt at his prattiest like what is he doing right now uh what do you, what do you think about on affairs and him breaking up I thought about it so many times. <laughs> a lot of people, I, I feel like we, we haven't been able to get past that. Why is that? We just wanted them to succeed. There, it's it's sad when when any couple, celebrity or not, that you're rooting for doesn't make it. And it seemed like they had so much going for them. Like they seemed supportive of each other. They were funny together. They're good looking, cute kid. Like it. All the makings of of a happy life. So it's always sad when you hear that it's not everything you thought it was at at glance, you know, and that one person felt terribly unsupported or the other person felt like they were drowning. Like that's I've I've heard Anna say stuff like that on on Twitter. Oh, sorry, Anna. Do you blame Jennifer Lawrence? No. Okay. I just think it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Maybe they'll get remarried someday. You never know. Maybe, maybe it's a matter of time being apart and finding themselves again, and then, and then they come back. 
Yeah, maybe it's he's just shooting. He's been shooting the next Avengers movies, and he just hasn't. He doesn't have time for her. He wants to sow his wild Avengers oats. That's what he wants to do. Could be, could be. I got the feeling, and I don't know them obviously, so I could be totally wrong here. I got the feeling that she felt like she was just like kind of always on his trip, you know, and like waiting, just like waiting, waiting yeah. for him and just kind of singing so- singing back up for him. I heard she wanted another kid and he was like, oh, I'm never here as it is. Damn. Mm. I don't know if I want to commit to that. Yeah, that's Ride hard. Ride this Avengers wave. Now you can understand that from both sides. Like he's like, hey man, like I just don't think I have time for that attention that another kid requires because they require a lot of attention, people. And I could see though how as a as a mom and you know as, as a woman of a certain age, you're like, well, well, no. If I'm going to have that opportunity, it has to be now. I love that this we were talking about the 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 final scene of Guardians of the Galaxy, and all of a sudden it's turned to like Radar Online. <laughs> Dana's Dirt. <laughs> Dana's Dirt. Holy shit. Is Dana's Dirt still around? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I haven't checked it recently. That's a pull. That's a major pull from the past. <laughs> Dana's Dirt. I can't remember the last time I thought about Dana's Dirt. Stop hyperlinking. I know. Uh, uh, what is it? Oh, no. Is it? Oh, oh no. They, they did it from Live Journal. From Live Journal. Uh-huh. <sighs> I was on Live Journal today. It's funny you say that. Man. Blast from the past. I'm Googling Dana. <laughs> Just Jared. <laughs> Check the photos on Just Jared. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a thing. Damn. Dana's dirt because we're all a hot mess. All right. Guess the Rotten Tomatoes for Garden, the first one. 75. 91. Wow. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. 8.1 on IMDb. I think this is one of the highest rated uh, Marvel movies on IMDb. That's pretty amazing. Budget for this movie was uh, estimated $170 million. It grossed $333 million at the box office here can in the ask, U.S. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why are their Marvel movies so much more fun and written in such... <laughs> than their fighting words? And uh, written in such a way that incites banter and makes you enjoy it and is witty compared to the movies of the DC universe. I have no idea, Chrissy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know. There's but just so much better. But there's like ton there's there's probably about ten people listening to this just totally tuned out when you Chrissy It wouldn't be the first DC time that hater. people have tuned out from Mar- me. <laughs> in the Marvel versus DC Fight, Chrissy just chose a side. I mean, is it Disney? Is it because of Marvel's association with Disney and Disney is better at this? I don't know. I don't know. And like I said, a lot of people think of this as kind of like a partisan issue. You can't like both or something. Or you don't look at each movie as its own movie. It's yeah. always like it's a Marvel movie first or a DC movie first. But I mean, we liked Wonder Woman a lot. That was DC. True. Um, I mean, maybe we're just so. maybe we're just feeling the 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 heat of having to see Justice League later this week. But I have high hopes for that. Hopefully, um, I like Man of Steel. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I just I just saw uh, Thor Ragnarok in the last week week and a half, and I I love that. So when did you see Thor Ragnarok? Uh, never mind. No, uh, 
I had a, a Monday at work that I didn't have to be at work till after lunch, so I went and saw an early showing of it. What? What? Like you care. I want to see Spider-Man. You don't care about Thor Ragnarok. I love Spider-Man. You haven't even seen the second Thor, and you, I definitely, you probably don't even remember the first Thor that you saw. It, so. It's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he gets topless in this one, too. And he's funny. Fuck I me. love Thor Ragnarok, by the way, guys. Uh, definitely sh- shares DNA with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. So we'll watch it soon, Chris. I didn't know you cared. You haven't seen the second one, so the second one's not very good as well. So, but back to the Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, I got a couple pieces of of trivia that you might like. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Our boy Chris Pratt, we love, apparently stole his Star Lord costume from the set for the sole purpose of having it available so he could show up in costume. To visit sick children in the hospital who oh. might want to meet Star Lord. That is amazing. <laughs> I love that. I hear him and uh, Chris Evans uh, go to like UCLA and uh, show up as Captain America and Star Lord for the oh, kids. Oh my God, the two Chris's for the win. Uh, Chris Evans, by the way, still number one in my heart. Come on, Pratt, step up. You don't even know you, Chris's. I mean, Pine. did you ever check it? No. You pick Chris Pratt. I think sure. You, I think you pick Pine and then Pratt. That's a really good combination. And then I had Hemsworth and uh, Evans. I don't know which. Who would you which like to I be think, sandwiched between Hemsworth and Evans or Pine and Pratt? I, I want a quad sandwich, Chrissy. I just want to <laughs> roll around in a quad sandwich. Do you want a club? <laughs> Justin wants a club sandwich. Just with roll, all the Chris's. Just roll me like sushi amongst all the Chris's. <laughs> That's amazing. Or it'd be like naked sushis, me, and they're just like all like laying on top of me and stuff. I'm just saying, I think they're cool guys, guys. <laughs> nothing sexual at all. Nothing funny. Nothing no- funny. Nothing funny. Like we just go and like have some ice cream together. Uh, Vin, <laughs> of all things, <laughs> this is crazy. Our boy Vin Diesel uh, recorded all his lines in several different languages, including Russian, Mandarin, Spanish, Portuguese, German, and French. So they could use his real voice in the film around the world. <laughs> That's amazing. Yo soy Groot. <laughs> you know, they're like, hey, Vin, uh, so just so you know, uh, we, we've uh, hired several different actors to play your role in several different countries. <laughs> this is like, nope. Nope. I will say yo soy Groot until the cows come home. <laughs> you know German? Je m'appelle Groot. That is not German, Chris. Ich bin Groot. Uh, (laughs) James Gunn compared the Avengers and the Guardians to music bands. He says, quote, the Avengers are like the Beatles, but the Guardians are like the Rolling Stones. That doesn't line up with Chrissy because she hates the Beatles, by the way. (laughs) Sorry to out you, Chrissy. Chrissy, Chrissy hates DC movies and the Beatles. So this is like hate on Chrissy Day. <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy birthday to, to me. Chrissy! <laughs> but she liked the Rolling Stones. So, <laughs> but earlier you were talking about how much you loved the Avengers. So you you would still put the Avengers, the movie, over Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Is it? Because you had seen the other, like their individual films before you saw the Avengers, so you had a little build up love for them, and like this is the first time you were seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't really know what it is, or perhaps it was just that it was less confusing, and and yeah, it, too many planets for Chrissy. It was more succinct. Succinct. I mean, they were both kind of the same. I don't, I don't know the runtime. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. 
I'm not saying that it was more brief, just more succinct. Uh, a main reason I love Guardians of the Galaxy, actually both movies, so the soundtrack album, Awesome Mix Volume 1 for the first movie. This is so up your alley. Reached number one on the US Billboard 200 chart. The first film soundtrack to ever do so without any original music. Wow. Yeah. By the way. Your mom loves uh, both albums. As, oh my God. By of the way. She does. Are you kidding me? This is like her Some heyday. blues. Some hooked on a feeling. Chris, that's Chrissy's favorite song. You love hooked on a feeling, right? Can you sing it again? <laughs> no, you sing it. I'm high on believing. You know that song? Not anymore. <laughs> I thought I did. Now I'm like, wait, wait what is this? You're in love with me. Like, is, that, is that Boston? No. What's <laughs> happening over there? Boost way, Chris. Come on. Okay. No? No. Nope. Did you like the soundtrack? For nostalgic reasons, but I wouldn't download it and listen to my car. Oh. Well, it's automatically on our... I know. On our, <laughs> on our shared Apple account. Yep. There it is. Oh man. <laughs> it's amazing how we're only born three years apart, but like I feel like sometimes we're in totally separate generations. Yeah? Yeah. Well that's because I'm generation X and you're a friggin' millennial. Ooh. There's lowly millennials. It's all about you and your safe spaces. Oh. Yes, you're right. We were handed this wonderful situation where, you Rick, know Rick, Rick, I don't want to be in a safe space anymore, Rick. <laughs> Where, you know, the economy was booming and we just said, oh, we don't need this booming economy or, you know, places to live or anything like that. Let's just squander it. I mean, all we've got to say is fuck the baby boomers, basically, because they screwed it for all of us. Basically. Uh, Chris Pratt cites heroes Han Solo and Marty McFly as influences on his performance as Star Lord. That makes sense. This is crazy. So uh, Bradley Cooper told Howard Stern... He was paid more for voicing Rocket in this movie than for starring in Silver Linings Playbook and The Hangover combined. Wow. I guess his quote really scaled up, and that's the reason. I don't know. For for for, for a voice? That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. But you know what? He made an impact. He was Brooklyn's favorite. She minus wanting to be green. She asked me every five seconds, what's the raccoon's name again? And I'd be like, Rocket. And she's like, Rocket. I love Rocket. Would you, uh, so in, in, when we're talking about Rocket Raccoon and the voice, Adam Sandler, David Tennant, Charito, Char, Charlito Copley, Jim Carrey were considered to voice Rocket Raccoon. Raccoon. No. Your girl, Olivia Wilde, turned down the role of Gamora. I'm glad. I like, um, uh, what's her face? <laughs> I love that girl. I don't know. <laughs> no, do you know what's been wrong with me all day? Zoe Saldana. Thank you. But so I. Who was guys, also an avatar, but she was blue. I love the movie Center Stage with all my heart. And that was Zoe Saldana's big break. She was in that, right? Was uh-huh. that her first movie? Yeah, that I know of. Dang. And. I still think of her as Eva Rodriguez, which was her character name. So every single time I have to think about her name, my my brain, it's like it's hardwired. I go, Eva Rodriguez. And I'm like, nope, nope, her real name. What's her real name, Chrissy? And I have to think about it. Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Not Eva Rodriguez. Um, special, special shout out. We'll talk about it more in the next movie to Michael Rooker. Our boy, Grant Grant. What was? so great. 
right. What, what? Love him. Right? Love Grant Grant. I'm glad you told me too because for the first half of the first movie, I was like, man, he's familiar. Like, what is he from? I can't place him. And then you're like, Chrissy, do you know who that is? I'm like, no, but will you tell me? Because it's been bothering me. And you're like, it's Grant Grant. <laughs> Grant Grant. It's amazing. Um, so what would be your final grade for the first movie? I'm between an A minus and a B plus. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a B plus. I'll side with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I really did like it. There were just things that were like a little for for not perfect for a first film in the series that has to introduce all these characters and make you care about them and and want you to watch another movie. I think it was it was pretty solid. I agree. And it's got space. I, lo- I fucking love space, guys. We know love space. And the fact that there was a Walkman playing seventies and eighties tracks in space, like this is this is your movie. I know. <laughs> Totally me, guys. Totally me. So um, before we get to the second movie, I, I uh, uh, foreshadowed this at the start. This being a, a a special episode, we're celebrating Chrissy's birthday. It's all about family, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, we're not friends. We're, we're family. That, that's a different movie. That's Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, no, that does happen in the end of the second movie. Somebody says that. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Does, that's right. They do. Um, so um, Get your back. we thought we'd roll a promo. But a very special promo. Um, she's been featured in our podcast many years ago uh, with her cries and uh, interrupting our podcast back in 2012. Uh, but Brooklyn decided she wanted to do a promo for our show. Right? She was very kind. Yeah? Yeah. She wants to be on. She wanted to come on to talk about Guardians. <laughs> well, I'm like baby steps, Brooklyn. So, yeah. um so yeah, so uh, we'll roll the promo that she did for the show right now. The Ike Podcast. Well, guess what? You should listen to Sly Married, a movie geek. It's a podcast by my mommy and daddy. They're really funny. I think you'll like them. I like them a lot. So check out their podcast. Sly Married, a movie geek. A podcast for movie geeks and others of movie geeks. Thank you. Watching the signing off. So, what do you think? She did good. She did a good She's job. She's so cute. <laughs> She's so cute. She's pretty cute. Right? She's pretty cute. The best part was the making of this, you guys, because Justin was interviewing Brooklyn for all intents and purposes. Every time she would say something like adorable or funny, he'd want her to say it again because I knew he was he was trying, he was producing her, he was trying to get her to like do different takes. So he'd be like, Yeah, and and say that like we're funny, we're funny, we're funny. Like <laughs> Chris, you're supposed to act like this is all unprompted. Shh, I'm gonna cut this No, all out. the interview part was. Yeah, well, I did I mean she did this promo, but we also talked about just regular stuff which right. what else did you talk about uh how awesome mommy is and how she looks um so much younger than her 24 years of age so you know how i know that's not true <laughs> the other day we were she and i were together and there was a picture of emily blunt on my phone and she goes who's that and i was like oh that's that's emily blunt and her birthday was underneath it i go did you know that she and i are the same age and she goes really and i go yeah and i zoomed in her face and i was like does she look younger older or the same age as mama and she goes younger and i'm like are you sure and she's like 
Yes. That's a trick question. She didn't understand the question. Right? She I did. She's like, I'm sure. And then she, no, she went so far as to point at the eyes. She's like, like here, she looks like you, but around the rest of her face, she looks younger. <laughs> oh, she'll learn. Thanks, Brooklyn. She'll learn. I appreciate her honesty. Let's talk about the second movie, Chris. Okay. It's called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes. Uh, this one just came out this year. Mm-hmm. You missed it, but you you, you catch up, up uh, months later. The logline for this one is: the Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. This was written and directed by James Gunn, stars pretty much everyone from the first movie, plus Kurt Russell, Palm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a hard name. Uh, her last name is Clementiev, who plays Mantis. Elizabeth Debicki, who is like the gold bad woman mm-hmm. person, and Sylvester Stallone is also in this. Yeah, he is. Um, what did you think of the second one, Chris? Uh, good. I, and in general, I feel like sequels are just never quite as good as the original. So, uh, good. And <laughs> well, because I, I was thinking about this, the versus the original, but then uh, the, so this is my problem. I yep. feel like it's unfair to compare it to the other movie and be like, let's compare and then just pick our favorite. You know, why if not? I think it's totally fair, Chris. You think it is? Yeah. Because, I, like I said, in, in in inevitably, second movies are, by their very nature, sophomoric. and Not always. Terminator 2, Aliens, God, Godfather Part 2. Touche. You're right about those. You're right. I guess I'm thinking more generally. You're right. There are Critters 2. To the rule. Critters 3 was the best. Critters be 3 is the best <laughs> of the series. No, but what I'm saying is... I. I I think you're right, but those are more or less exceptions as opposed to the rule. Okay. So, so is this all set up for saying that you just th- didn't think it was as good as the first one? No. In many ways, I, I, I thought it was as good in, in, in a couple of ways, perhaps even a little bit better. But So it, what I'm saying is if you're walking down the street yes, and you look into the gutter and there's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which one would you pick up? Be like, oh, I got to see this one again. This is this is my favorite. I'm very torn on that response. Pick up the gutter DVD, Chris, Jesus. or Blu-ray. Why? Um, wow, you really prepped yourself for this Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One versus Volume Two discussion. No, well, you when you say I've, uh, I don't know what to do because I think that you knew where we talk about these movies. Not that, that's not Justin. It's not that I want to talk about them. It's that I'm having a hard time when you're like, you have to only pick one to watch because I want to watch them for different reasons. I think that number one is good as a one and done. Like if I'm, So you like them both equally. You for, would give the, the second one an A minus B plus like you just did the first one. I would give it a B plus or a B so B plus. So yeah. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> It's like an alphabet soup, like vomit out. <laughs> I would give it a plus B plus plus B. Yes. <laughs> Which one did you like better? It's not a hard question. Sounds like you like the first one slightly better. 
only if I were only able to watch like one movie, like full stop, like just this standalone. But the second movie was in many ways more interesting and had more layers. Mm -hmm. So I would want to watch it again because of that, because I found it interesting and I want to unwrap it more. Whereas the first one, there's less to unwrap and it's also potentially more enjoyable again as a standalone that's why i'm i'm hesitating so much to say my answer because i'm like i didn't even do things i don't know there's just a lot more happening in the second movie okay okay a lot to unwrap there chris there is a lot to unwrap there is so what did you like about the second movie uh, I always like any sort of series where you get to dive deeper into why people are the way they are or how they ended up this way. Critters 3. Yes, go on. <laughs> I was a huge fan of book series growing up. And that I mean, I didn't even, I don't, I don't think my entire childhood, I unless it was for school, read standalone books. I, I, I read series. I loved wanting to find out more. So anyway, that this speaks to me. Um I also get a kick out of whole created universes. So Kurt Russell's in this movie. and Yes. And, at, at his Kurt Russell yes, Totally, his, right? His amazing hair that we love to talk about. Wowzers, right? I feel like he could have been playing an incarnation of himself in like real life. But anyway, I digress. Uh, his name's. What are e- you saying? Because he plays a character called Ego, Chrissy, who is a <laughs> That's what gigantic, I was say. No, like the, the world's biggest narcissist. Basically, the uh, the universe's biggest narcissist. Yeah, a little bit, right? I want you. So, we're, I'm going to see if you're paying attention. What was his whole plan? Uh, the character of Ego, who spoiler is Star Lord's dad. He wanted to use the light from his particular planet that he had manifested to. Um, he had planted seeds in all of the surrounding planets in the galaxy, so that basically by using the light as a trigger he could light the fuse on all these other planets to have, it's not a volcanic eruption per se, but to have the seed that he planted germinate and grow and then cover them in blue goo so then all the planets would be one in his reflection. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. He was like wanting to like ejaculate all across the universe. Like, oh! I, was, I, I wonder as I'm listening, this planet, oh! when I listen to his whole explanation and I'm like, Oh, so he wants to create things in his image and doesn't want anything else to be said. I'm like, are there any super religious people who are like offended by this? Like, I couldn't help but wonder. Like, is this <laughs> offensive to some people? Who who does he think he is? A dugger? You know? <laughs> a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there. Right? Never stop. Yeah. Um, he's also like a celestial serial killer, basically, because right. He so would, here's the deal. All his uh, <laughs> progeny would come to the planet. And he would realize that they weren't the one. They weren't the they one. They weren't Neo. Which, by the way, I love that he had to do. He probably had to do that awkward, like throw back and forth. <laughs> or no, he expected to do that every time. But then when they put their hands together, there was nothing. So right. he's just like, "I'm gonna oh, murder you." Now it's time to murder you're you. dead, right? But when he when when Pratt Pratt finally did that, and he's like, "Oh my God, let's have an awkward throwback back and forth of the little let's glowy catch ball." The ball, so now you don't have to be murdered. <laughs> Right? It's going to be great. Father-son relationship. So I like this movie a lot. I like the first one a, a tad bit more. Um, I think the second one uh, kind of lags in in the, the middle a bit. It and does. And it just doesn't have the... This, this movie doesn't have the uh, 
the narrative thrust of the first one. That's right. And they have like the A story, the B story, the C story, like kind of all And they happening. do the thing of like separate them all, which I understand. You don't want to do the same thing and have them as a team throughout the whole movie. But it, you know, the, the flow of the movie kind of gets lost yes. in the center and it comes back at the end. I think this, the second one has an um, like amazingly crazy, awesome ending. I agree with you. With uh, all like all the stuff having on the planet and the heart and fucking you know uh, baby Groot. Oh, baby Groot! I love baby Groot. And uh, my my and Grant Grant. My other MVP, Grant Grant, in this movie, Michael Rooker really pulls I it cried. out. I cried. It makes makes you feel and, and like uh you know who was like. She played the douchebag character in the first one with his whole um I'm Mary Poppins, y'all <laughs> thing going on. So. Hey, is he cool? Yeah, he's really cool. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> but I, I remember uh, this is one of those ones I saw in the theater by myself again because Chrissy, you know, didn't care enough to go with me. No, she wasn't she wasn't hip to the Guardians game yet. But I remember being in the theater watching that moment at the end. I'm just like, oh man. A little tear for Grant Grant in the theater made me feel. It was really hard when Brooklyn was trying to ask me questions and I was trying to like not cry in front of her. She's like, "Well, what's happening?" And I'm like shuddering in the background. And she's like, "What's happening?" And I'm like, "Nothing. He's totally fine. He's just taking a nap in space." See, this is great because if you would have watched Slither, it just you wouldn't have felt it as hard. You're like R.A.P. Grant Grant. So wait, wait. I want to go back to Kurt Russell for a second because I, I I have to ask you let's, something. Let's just like savor in his... Oh, man. Uh, in his crazy? Yeah. So you were talking about like you're like the, the plan, you know, to basically murder everybody and have his own image of all these planets, you know? And then like goosh uh, totally. all the universe's plans. And you're yes. like, you know, and isn't that horrible? And he's basically a serial killer and all that. Yeah. And you're totally right. And, but in my head, as these reveals were happening, I'm like, mm, yep, well, sounds like a god. I mean, this is what gods do, and they kill a lot of people, and this bullshit sort of happens. God, God, God. But then I was like, but the worst fucking thing is he planted a brain tumor in his mom. Like, I can't. anything. Not that I could forgive the other things, but I'm like, well, whatever. You're an egotistical deity. But that one, I'm like, but you had to kill his mom? <laughs> yes, yeah, like... So, son, I just like gooshed over all these planets and I, you know, murdered, (laughs) you know, what could be thousands and thousands of kids. And he's like, yes. Okay. Yes. But I also killed your mom. What? He's like, (laughs) you shouldn't have killed my mom and smushed my Walkman. And he pulls out the Star Wars guns and they go. What? No, Star Wars guns. You know, you do the sound sound effects for Star Wars. Oh, that's what you were prompting me to do. I'm like, what are you asking? What do they sound like? Um, it's not pew 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 like everybody says it is. Yeah, uh-huh. what is it? <sighs> Incense. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you in the dance floor with that? Yes, he he shut him up with that. You sound like. <laughs> I can't. Was there a question here about Kurt Russell? <laughs> no, I was pointing out like I think the bit worst thing he did was hurt the mom, like not just you know kill the galaxy and all that. Like, why did he have to? Why did he have to go after the mom? I still don't understand that. By the way, why did he go after or the, the mom? flippant way he just like revealed it to 
his son without even realizing what he was saying. Yeah, it was so hard to plant that brain tumor. I'm like... Well, because he had to go back three times. He said he had to go back to the planet three times. Yeah. He could go back again. So apparently the only way he could do it was to give her a brain tumor. And then go... (laughs) (laughs) It's getting worse and worse. You sound like you're doing like pelvic thrusting over there. I don't even know what's happening. What were you doing? Uh, there's definitely a plot point in this movie where uh, Drax uh, talks about the fact that he knew he loved his wife because they would be at like a dance or something and she wouldn't even move. <laughs> That's who I knew that she was the one for me. Yep. Although now, I, now all I want are some guns too. <laughs> Maybe those are in the the last the last Jedi, the next Star Wars movie. We can only hope. Those guns. We should do like a misread lip reading like they do online and then do the guns and be like, nts, nts. watch your feet. Okay. Watch your feet. Anything uh, um, other uh, things about the second one that, what did you think of the whole uh, sister fight? I thought that was pretty awesome. It was, but, and the, again, this may have just been my own ineptitude, but there was a part of me that was like, Still never fully understood why Nebula was so incredibly resentful of Gamora. Just that she didn't stand up for her. Like, they were both in this precarious spot with the bad guy. So, like, I'm not... They're dad-ish. You know, Thanos, the big bad guy, always compared the two of them. And Nebula could never live up. And so he abused her and basically, like, uh, I mean physically abused like ripped her apart and shit just because she didn't live up to her sister and so that's why she has a lot of deep resentment and like you said she didn't stick up for her or anything so right brooklyn really likes her she asked me to do my makeup like her at the mall the other day oh my god yeah she totally wants to go like have a gamora nebula fight oh my god. she wants to be green she wants to be nebula could be we were at sephora and i was like pick a color for me brooklyn she goes i want the silver and the brown i'm like those don't really go well together and she's like never mind i want you to do blue i want you to look like nebula <laughs> i'm like uh between, between that and the fact that she's like my favorite color is black i love hot topic she she the other day was talking about school and <laughs> and other kids and and she was like it's hard for me to hang out with some girls because she she was talking about one girl in particular. She's like, she really likes hearts and, and <laughs> balloons and rainbows and princesses. And she said it not like in a mean way, but with like a slight bit of disdain. And I'm like, you like those things? And she's like, no, mom, not anymore. I like black and skulls and dancing pumpkins and rock. And I'm like, you are five. Like what? What is happening? That's great. That's great. It's amazing. She wanted to wear black for her school photo today and got very mad that I wouldn't let her wear black. Listen to 30 seconds to Mars or something, Brooklyn. What's going on? I don't even know, man. But I saved her from wearing black for her school photo. Way too young for that, Chris. Um, you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes on this one? Mm, the other one was 91? Yeah. Uh, 86. 82. Ooh, that was 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.8 on IMDb for... So, a drop in both of those. Uh, the first one's budget was 170. This one was estimated at 200 million and gross in the U.S. three hundred eighty-nine million. 
So, I am Groot. <laughs> oh, baby Groot. Was that your baby Groot? Do it again. I am Groot. Yeah. I am Groot. Our daughter loved the whole, uh, the bomb with <laughs> the Groot button. and the buttons and oh, stuff. Oh, she was cracking up. <laughs> and then she wanted me to do the imitation like 70 times afterwards. She's like, do it again. I'm like, okay, I am Groot. And she'd be like, yes, I am Groot. Yes, I am Groot. No! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see some trivia for this one. Uh, according to the visual effects artist, Ego's planet comprises a trillion polygons and is considered to be the biggest visual effect ever made. What? What? Uh, Drax makeup took only 90 minutes to apply in this movie down from four hours for the first film. However, he would have to sit in a sauna at the end of the day to get the makeup off. Oh my God. Can you imagine? That would be, that would suck. That would suck. He's like in the sauna, just like melting off of him. Quite literally. Can you imagine being the person that have to clean it up? Like you open the door, he's like, it's melting off him in the sauna. Ugh. He's probably like super, I'll, you know, I, I take that back. He seems like a really chill, good natured dude. So Right. No, I'm saying like. He's probably imagine- in there. He's like. I even sounded like it anymore. I can't do it consistently. Um. Uh. So the the role of ego is played by Kurt Russell. You like so you liked him. A lot of people were down down on him. Didn't like him. No, you're saying I liked him. Yeah, I found him interesting. Yeah, that's not necessarily construable with like. Uh, there are plenty of people I find interesting that I don't like, like Hitler. <laughs> don't lie, Chrissy. We know how you feel about Nazis. What are you doing with the pillow there? Nothing. What are you talking you're like, about? You're like holding it up. So update, <laughs> mic update. Chrissy's now holding her mic instead of... But I keep trading hands because my hands hurt. Delicately. Just sit on your boobs. Just sit on your boobs. Happy birthday. Does this work? <laughs> Not only does it work, it works. <laughs> I'm talking about the pillow that you have like delicately placed on the top of your head. Wait, what are you what? doing? What are you talking about? The pillow right behind your head. No, other side. Oh. <laughs> Are you drunk? I'm the one that's drinking. No, I didn't know there was a pillow on top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me if any of these actors would have been better for the role of Ego, according okay. to IMDb. Uh, we got Gary Oldman, Vigo Mortensen, Christoph Waltz, Christopher <gasps> Plummer, Max von Sido, Alec Baldwin, Ron Perlman, Stephen Lang, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Robert De Niro... Mel Gibson and Liam Neeson were considered, allegedly, again, I'm doing trivia for the role of Ego. Well, you know how I, I loved the idea of having Liam Neeson in any role here, but no. Um, Waltz is amazing in everything he does, so I have no doubt that he wouldn't have been equally as amazing in this part. I got one for you, Chris. I want to hear the impression. Imagine if our boy Arnold would have found- Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> What would he? What would he say? All right. So, like the scene where Pratt makes the light with his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold would be like, "Yeah, that's it. You know how to make the lions proud of you. Now we just gotta make a ball. You got it. Okay. Now you you throw the ball this way, and then it, oh, this is good bonding. <laughs> I'm sold, man. I. <laughs> 
I was reading that list and you could hear me like audibly like stop and just like think about it. I could have totally seen Arnold Schwarzenegger in that role. Can you imagine? It would have been amazing. It would have been so good. Wait. I mean, especially with – that was – other than the, the fact that the second act lagged for me, the biggest negative for this movie was the fact that we had Tango and Cash in the same movie, but they never shared a scene uh, together. And Kurt Russell and Sly Stallone. I, can, I was super disappointed in that. Also, like a split second Because he's never seen Tango and the Cash. So nope. Tango and Cash. So. Sorry. Yep. Uh, a split second cameo by David Hasselhoff. Of course. <laughs> uh, everything's better with Hasselhoff. For like a second. A second. And he was gone again. And then he was gone again. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel was able to pull off Baby Groot's high-pitched voice on his own. His performance required no digital alterations of any kind. Shut up. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. Again, uh, Vin Diesel, he's, you know. I love how Rocket always translated for him. Brooklyn kept asking me, she's like, how does he know what he's saying? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. They've just been friends for a really long time, Brooklyn. You know your friends (laughs) for a while. (laughs) But but he just keeps saying, I am Groot. I'm like, I know. How How does Rocket know what that means? Friend code, man. Yeah. They know the friend code. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, overall, I, I like the movie, the second movie. Uh, it seems like I like it more than a lot of people, um, but not as much as the first. Uh, but super excited that they're going to be joining up with the Avengers in uh, Avengers Infinity War. Wait, what are you talking about? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They're going to like team together like a mega super group with Avengers. Oh, shut up. That'd be great. I'm on board. Are you Yay! on board? Yeah. And they're going to fight Thanos, like the big bad guy. Oh, sweet. They're going to like punch him in the face. Hey, as long as there's no DC people in there, I'm good. What? <laughs> drop the mic, Chrissy. It's your birthday. I did drop it on my boobs. They, you, the mic is on your boobs. Don't you feel better about yourself? I also feel like I'm talking without a neck now, though, because I'm like trying to talk into my boobs. <laughs> I know it's like your your boobs like your boob is like the mic, like if we just like put the little blue mic cover on your boob and you just talked into it. This is a very sexy look. Shark Tank. Hello, Mike. Boobs. There's, a, there's so many people who need this. <laughs> we have the market talking cornered. To this, talking to this mic, this boob. Talking to this mic, this boob. Camera one, camera two, <laughs> camera one, camera two. <laughs> Whatever works, man. Whatever works to make it happen. <laughs> Anything else about two we're missing, Chris? No? Um, No, just the flea and her whole subplot. The flea? Well, she said, oh, Mantis. She's not a flea, Chris. She mentioned being a flea at some point. Was she a flea? She said something about being a flea. No? I didn't invent that. Maybe I missed that. <laughs> She's a flea? She said something about being a flea. Did you like her? Would you be? Would you like to have her power of being to just? She's an empath, Chrissy. She I, feels people. So I didn't say this out loud, but that I, that occurred to me at least three different times during this movie. I was like, "Oh, she's one of those people. She's one of those people who are like, I'm an empath, and I feel things, and I feel you, and I'm just gonna sit on it because, like, I'm an empath and I know things." 
Anyway, so I was watching her do it and I was like, oh man, she's like a heartbeat away from having her own show where people sit in the audience and she's like, who wants to talk about their past lives? I know things. Might work. Might work. Maybe. Might work. Uh, what would be your final grade for the, the second movie? You uh, said the first I one was a... It earlier. I said a, a B plus. So the first one was between an A minus and a B plus. Right, and this, and this one a... was between a B plus and a B for me, So, but I'm rounding up a little bit. Okay. So it seems like you did like the first one just a little bit more. Like I said, a yes, tad as bit a more. standalone, yes. A tad bit more, Correct. okay. I just found this one dense and interesting. Okay, so basically we're on the same page. Ta-da! High five, Chrissy. <laughs> Wait, do the, the what's the sound, the, the gun sound again? keep doing it just keep doing it <laughs> no but i did it like now it's now we're just doing the dance club sound but like <laughs> when it just comes out of the gun it's like <laughs> what was that <laughs> it's getting weirder and weirder oh, no. <laughs> oh weirder and weirder so yeah i i would agree with you um i gave the first one a b plus this is more of like a a B, B minus. Probably right. B minus for me. Ooh, all right. Still good. Still good. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, good double feature, Chris. Solid choices. Good double feature. So next week, like we said, we're, we're going to be uh, seeing Justice League. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, but we'll also have a special guest uh, come join us. Dan, our boy Dan. Dan. For the Dan and Cody podcast is going to come by and talk Justice League. And in honor of Thanksgiving, we're going to be celebrating an alternate that is very famous around the world. It's called Hanksgiving. Hanksgiving. Tom Hanks. Hanksgiving. We're going to be doing Tom Hanks fantasy movie draft. <gasps> so um, look forward to that, Chrissy. Dun dun dun. Why do you say it like that? You're going down, down to Chinatown. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. Nope. The day will be rude. I will rue the day. For ruining the day. Ruage will be yours. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm excited about that. That's gonna be awesome. Same Z's. Other than that, Chrissy, yeah. again, happy birthday. Where can you uh, or where can others find us on the interwebs? So I'm Married to Movie Geek is available anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And we are also on Twitter at Movie Geek Cast, Facebook at Movie Geek Cast. I'm on Instagram at Chris Winters. And you can stalk us on email to uh, moviegeekcast at gmail.com. We do have an email. That's crazy. Send us some email, guys. We will we'll res- We will respond. At some point. I think we, we figured out that Chrissy wasn't answering the email, so it filtered, it now filters to both of us. <laughs> I can't stop rolling my eyes, guys. I've rolled my eyes so many times during this podcast. It's amazing that why I'm you, stuck back why there. Why are you rolling your eyes for? Chrissy didn't respond to the emails. Well, there might be people listening that emailed us like, hey, what happened, guys? I'm just like, hey, you probably emailed us, but I... W- to be fair, Justin does a shit ton for this podcast. So the least I could do, to be honest, is probably answer the emails. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That was a def- you were ahead. That was a defibrillator, like, bringing <laughs> me back to life. That was the sound of that. Um, 
other than that, uh, check us check us out on the Podfix Network. We're part of a network, guys. Did you know this? It's pretty amazing, right? I, what kind of network would count us among its ranks? Apparently, an amazing one. Yeah, Podfix, um, Podfix, and Oprah. Podfix, and Oprah. We are totally one of Oprah's favorite things. For real? Are we going to get a lot of cool Christmas gifts? Maybe not. But yeah, podfixnetwork.com. Go check it out. There's tons of um, other awesome podcasts. Um, some of our faves in there. Um, and then if you're on Twitter or Facebook, hashtag podfix or hashtag Family, you will find uh, tons of great podcasts. Check them out. Podfix, Family. Check them out. <laughs> um, but other than that, I guess we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Gracias. Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.